last week, Pastor shared with us, uh, he came from the text of, I think it was Isaiah 54, and talked about, I'm just going to read the scripture, it says, in righteousness uh, shalt thou be established, thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. That's such a powerful text. But the word that stood out was the word that he amplified was established. And I've been meditating on that word all week long, being established and looking at that scripture and taking that internal look in here saying, Dietra, like, where are you really? Where are you? So some of the uh, words that he uh, highlighted in terms of sharing what established meant, there were several words, but the few that stood out to me was firm, secure, directed, prepared, and ready. Those are the words that stood out to me the most that I've been kind of pondering on all week long. Am I firm? Do I really feel secure? Am I allowing God to direct me? How prepared am I? And do I have a state of my heart that I'm willing to be taught, uh, to be shepherded, to be guided so that I could continue in my preparation? And how ready am I for whatever may come? So that's kind of been where I've been uh, uh, centered for the past week. Then I recalled a message that I heard several years ago uh, that came out of the text from Romans 8, 14 through 16. And it reads as this, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I read that again, and I read that again, because when I heard it years ago, what it did for me was it grounded me to a place where I understood that I wasn't really going through this walk alone. Suddenly the, the Holy Spirit was amplified for me because I saw him as being resident inside of me. And I've been walking in that and, and feeling really good and, and confident in that walk that I am led by the Spirit of God. But as I kind of paired that up with the word last week, again, the assessment, where are you really? And are you really allowing the Spirit of the Lord to lead you? And am I really paying attention to the witness as I'm hearing his voice. So, you know, we are spirit and he is spirit. So when he's talking to us, when he's guiding us, there should be a co-witness. So being spirit led, I can't be led by what's in my head, you know, thinking it all through. I certainly can't be led by my emotions because you know, we are all over the map and then some when we are emotional. So you can't be head led, you can't be spirit led, can't be, you can't be fear led. Fear is just as powerful as faith, and it is a driver that will cause us to do, think, and believe many things. But if we're being led by the Spirit, then 
fear won't be the thing that's going to bring you peace. It's that peace that you get when the spirit of God is speaking to your spirit, that's going to lead you to like, that's the right decision. And the other thing that came to me was opportunity. You can't be opportunity led. There are some great things out there that you really want to do that you're aspiring to. Opportunity over here, opportunity over there. But do I have a witness for that opportunity? All that to say is that there are many things in our lives that will lead us to a place where we're not firm, we're not secure, we're not being directed, we're not prepared, and we're not ready because we're not allowing the spirit of the Lord to lead us, but we are allowing other things to influence how we are moving, how we are being, how we are engaging in our lives every single day. And I think as what we would, some of us might consider ourselves as mature Christians. I think that we get to a complacency where we think that, oh yeah, I know that. I read that scripture before. I'm really good with that. And, and we're in that place, we open up the door to be deceived because you really might think that, oh yeah, I'm safe. I'm good. You know, I got the word of the Lord and you're not really asking or seeking. You're just going after the opportunity because it sounds good, but you didn't stop to check in. So you don't have that co-witness that's leading you and, and guiding you. And the decision that Nellie just mentioned in her testimony, that young lady was looking for God to bless her in one way. Just that action alone really shut her down. She wasn't in a position to be spirit-led. She wasn't open to that co-witness that we all get when God is leading us. And so I, I'm offering that scripture to you to, to, to say, do the assessment of yourself. Where are you in terms of being spirit-led? Because in order to be firm, secure, directed, prepared, and ready, you can't do it effectively without him. Can you do it? Oh, yeah, you can do a lot of things. You can get some things done. Will it be effective? Probably not. Will you regret it? Probably so because he has the best for us. So let us not waste the time trying to figure out and do it all on our own. Literally go to the Lord and ask and get that inner witness of the direction that you should take, the decision that you should take, and which opportunity really is the best opportunity for you. In that text of uh, Romans uh, 8, that's part in uh, verse 15 where it says, spirit of adoption. I'm going to just admit it out loud. I read it so many times, but I skipped over it. And I always question like, what does that really mean? But I didn't stop until this week to search it out. And that's another thing. That's a hiccup. That's another thing that will cause us to not hear well is when you just kind of skip over things that you may have a question about, but you just don't take the time to study it out. What does it mean, Lord? this spirit of adoption. And to me, it just didn't connect the dots, but it all sounded good because it you know, ends with, yeah, we cry out, Abba, Father, that's wonderful. You know, next verse, next verse, next verse. But this week I stopped and I just, you know, asked the Lord, you're like, what does that mean? And it goes right back to this place of being established because the spirit of adoption is what the Lord gives us. It is his spirit speaking to our spirit that gives us the assurance that he is steadfast, Un, unchanging and he's not moving. That's where that security comes in. That's how you can be ready. That's how you can be prepared. All the time that direction was in there, but because I just skipped over it, I never got the fullness of it. 
So although it was a blessing to me once, it's a greater blessing to me now because now I can, you know, pair it with another scripture. Say, oh yeah, you said that over here too. You know, and that word last week became even richer once I understood and read, you know, the scripture in, in Romans yet again, but taking the time to literally find out, God, what do you mean by this? His spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit. What does that mean? You know when you hear him and you know when you are ignoring him for something that you would prefer to do. And sometimes we are not hearing because we're too clouded with too many other things. So what are those things, those influences that are coming into our lives that are preventing us from really hearing? For me, I think one of the things is fear. I'm going to go back to that. Because, I, you know, spiritual people don't want to just call it out and say, yeah, I'm afraid. Because, you know, we're, we just don't want to admit that. But there are just sometimes things that concern you. And you don't, you don't take that concern and literally turn it over to the Lord. You're trying to really work it out yourself. And you won't say, like, I'm afraid of COVID. I'm afraid of monkeypox. I'm not going to the mall because like, you know, these shootings, these mass shootings that happens everywhere, the mall, the theater, you know, all these things that we kind of talk about in casual conversations, you won't necessarily own it as fear. But if you really listen to what you're saying, you need to really listen to what you're saying. You really need to kind of radar in your heart, like, what am I saying really? Because it's those little things, those unknown things that we're really not willing to address or we just don't see. Those are the things that are the stumbling blocks that when it's time to be prepared and ready, you're not, you're only 50% there. Why? Because you just didn't call it for what it was in the beginning and allow the Lord to help you to work through that. You know, so what do you need to do to, you know, uh, eliminate all that fear out of your life? The scripture clearly says that he has given us, you know, his spirit by adoption, which eliminates fear. But as humans, we know that we have a choice. You either accept it or you reject it. So it is an active process of being led by the spirit of God. You have to be in the know. You have to be in tune, allowing God to mature us. So this establishment isn't something that's a one and done. It's something that happens continually. Where you were 10 years ago, I am confident to say that you are probably more mature today than you were 10 years ago, right? Where you were 10 years ago in terms of being ready, you know, for something, today you're probably way beyond where you were 10 years ago. So to be established is not a one and done. It's a continual process that we have an opportunity to do every single day. And the Lord is right there, right here inside of us right here within our hearts, not the, the, the organ that pumps the blood, but the heart, which is our spirit, our core, where he resides. And it's a beautiful thing to know. And it emboldens me to know that he's right here. He hears and he listens and he guides every single day. No matter what the situation is, he will guide me all the world. And it seems so simple because it is just that simple. What's difficult about it is when I think we kind of make it too spiritually complicated 
and we put it in a place where it's not obtainable, but it really is. He is not far from us ever. He is forever speaking always. Are we stopping? Are we listening? Are we allowing ourselves to be in a position of being prepared? And then how do you do that? Right? So how does God allow us uh, to kind of be ushered into this place of being established, ushered into this place of being led by his spirit? So I'm going to share a couple of the scriptures with you. So let's go take a look at, let's see, Proverbs um, three and five. You heard this before over and over. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. That's a scripture I've said over and over again. This week, it was more amplified for me. Why? Because the word that was preached last week, those words, firm, secure, directed, you know, prepared, ready. How do I get there? You know, what am I doing, you know, every day to make sure that I'm undergirding um, my uh, efforts to be in that place that I can live, reside in an established place? Well, he says here, trust in him. Don't lean to your own understanding. Everything that you do, acknowledge him and he'll direct me. I don't have to worry about the direction. If I'm listening to the direction, he's got my back. He's got your back. Another scripture that came to mind was also, it's in Psalms. And it says, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. Counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the night seasons. And so reigns, I think of horses. So this was another word that I really kind of had to kind of like pull apart this week. How does horses and instruction and counsel really fit together? Well, you know, reins on a horse, you know, you can tame, right? But reins in this sense is really talking about the heart. It says, I will give you my counsel. And it says, my heart, my reins, my heart will instruct you in the night seasons. I don't know how happy that makes you, but it makes me very happy to know that I can put my head on the pillow and I can go to sleep and God is not sleep too. You know, he's never sleeping. He's always speaking. And even in that time of rest, he is giving us counsel, right? So how are we being spirit led? We are looking to him. We are acknowledging him. We are seeking and receiving his counsel 24 hours a day. If you want it, it's yours. Even when you're sleeping, he's ever speaking. And he's, what is he doing? Preparing you for the days ahead, right? Making sure that you are ready, making sure that you have the confidence, right? That the direction that he's given you, that you're not second guessing it because you can be secure, you're firm in him. All of those things happen when we take the time to allow him to counsel us in our day and in our night, when we are acknowledging him, not leaning to our own understanding. These are very simple things that we have, these resources, as we would say in the business world, we need some resources. These are resources you know, that he has given us to be stronger, to be more capable, to be more able, to be more confident, to do the things that he has called us to do. And another scripture that I'd like to share with you is also in Psalms, is 32, seven and eight. 
And he says, thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. And he says again in eight, I will instruct you and teach you in the way in which you should go. I will guide you with mine eye, the instruction, the, the teaching, but all that's also happening in this place where sometimes you ever in a place where you're just uncomfortable or, or you're just afraid of something, life is just too overwhelming and you just kind of need to feel like, you know, the hands of God just around you. You just, you just need it. When I read that, thou art my hiding place, because sometimes I just do want to just go run up, hide under a rock. <laughs> you know, I just don't want to engage. I just kind of want to go, you know, and cry it out. We need that place where we need that comfort. You know, he says he is a hiding place. And even in the hiding place, he's there. He's there with us. He's there, he's there strengthening us. He's there helping us. He's there guiding us. And I look at these things and I don't take it lightly that God will, he has decided to let me know that he understands that I might need a hiding place. And yeah, teacher, I'm there too. Like there isn't anywhere that you can go, you know, where I am not, I am there too. And even when you feel a little off your game, a little unsure, you know, I, 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 I can still counsel you. I can still guide you. I can still direct you. And I can come from that place, that hiding place, so to speak, being in a place of assurance. Like he said, you know, I am your assurance. I'm steadfast. I'm, you know, I don't move. I don't change. You can be firm in that. You can be established in that. And we've read these scriptures probably over and over and over. But for me, this past week, these scriptures were, yeah, again, I keep using this word amplified because there are just times you can read a scripture and it means, you know, what it means. You can read it a year later and it means something else because of the experiences that you've had, you know, the engagement in life that you've had. All of a sudden that word, you know, means something more. And I've been fortunate to be in that place this week where, you know, the word is just, it means something more. I feel more secure. I feel affirmed that in some places I was doing it right, but also cautious in that just because I feel like, yeah, I've been doing that pretty good. I feel like I'm doing pretty good being spirit led. I don't want to get to the place of being like haughty with pride of thinking like, oh yeah, I got it. And then I totally miss it because I'm in that place of I'm not giving him the space to still mold me, to still counsel me, to still teach me because I got it. And that's a place that you want to be really careful in our uh, spiritual growth and development. And especially in the places where you feel like you're mature. Are you really? You know, there's things about God that it'll take us a lifetime, all of eternity. We still won't see all of who he is. And if that is the fact, and it is, then how could we really think that we got it like that? And we no longer need to, uh, to grow, to be counseled, to be teachable. So that place of humility and our hearts will definitely not pride, you know, you know, off the off the plate, off the game. Pride no longer exists when you are uh, relegating yourself to have a heart um, and a mindset that is humble before God. Because in that humility, you're bookend. You have His protection on this end, and over here, 
you are being teachable. So there's always this movement that goes right back to him, right back to the established place, right back to the place that's unchanging, but your growth is always here. You can always circle back, always circle back. There's nothing wrong with circling back because circling back doesn't mean that you failed. Circling back means that you're checking in. Circling back means that you are assessing yourself. Circling back means that you're saying that, okay, there's room for improvement here. There's nothing wrong with circling back, which I think oftentimes when we feel like, oh, I got that. And then something really big happens in your life. And you feel like, I knew that scripture I had, and I thought I was in this place. But your faith at that point just didn't get you to the place or didn't yield you the results that you thought you should have. That's why circling back is so good. And you want to do it all the time, right? You want to do it all because God knows what's ahead of us. He absolutely knows what's ahead of us. And so why do I think that being spirit-led is really important. Why do I feel like having this place of being established should be the a residence, you know, should have primary residence in my heart and in my mind? It's bigger for me now um, as I think about where we are today. If you read Matthew 24, you know, so much in that text, just turn on the news as Matthew 24. He's talking about, you know, the disciples were asking him after he was teaching, like, when are you coming and what are going to be the signs? And so Jesus begins to share all these signs of his coming. And he says, it's going to be wars and rumors of wars. Is that true for us today? Absolutely. There's going to be famine and pestilence. And you could read the, read the text. You can see that everything that he talked about in that, in that text of Matthew 24 is happening in our world today. I can't tell you how um, this intensity that I feel to be established is more so today than ever, because I don't think that without being established, firm, secure, directed, prepared, and ready in Christ, I can't survive these days. What we're seeing now are glimpses of what will be bigger things. And some of us will still be on the earth, you know, to live out some of these things that nobody on the earth has lived out in the same way. So there isn't a playbook, but God has already given us a playbook because he says, surely it's going to happen. So we know that these things are going to happen. So what do we need to do to be ready to navigate this world that we're living in now? What level of establishment do you want to live in so that you can be the light that Christ has called us to be in this very dark world? Somebody needs to see the light. And as a Christian, as Christians, even those of us who are in the know, sometimes we need to see the light brighter, which is why having those who are, uh, you know, your teachers and your mentors, you know, in the word of God, they're so important because we all need to see light. We all need to grow. We all need to have that place where we can go to be affirmed, to feel safe, to feel secure. But for those folks who are in the world and they don't see the light, the only light they will see is what happens in your life. Literally, what happens in your life? How has the instructions of God given to you by the spirit? How has he led you to handle this situation or that situation to where you're good and you can be a supplier for another. 
you're good and you can have that word for another. How is it going to rest in your life and be displayed in your life and applied in your life and shared in your life? We're literally at a time where we cannot afford to be lax in this area of, oh yeah, I'm just gonna do what I wanna do and maybe I'll think about that tomorrow. Being established is, is something that you can't afford not to do. Not if you wanna live well, not if you want to be successful in everything that God has called you to do. Everything that we put our hands to do, he says he will bless it. Well, you gotta be ready, you gotta be prepared, you gotta be directed, you know? And he does that by his spirit. But it is so crucial and my heart just hurts when I think about the darkness that's in the earth right now, which is right now is gray. Um, in light of what I really believe is ahead of us. I really want to be light, but I do know that that takes some internal work for me, it takes a responsibility of me to be in the word, to understand who Christ is, to allow him to uh, mature me, uh, to not be, you know, lukewarm, you know, really do that assessment, like really, where am I? Am I warm here, I got to get hot. Am I cold here? I got to get hot. What what needs to happen in my life, Lord, in order for me to get to this place where I am aligned 100% with you? Because we are living in a day and a time where it is easy and can be quite frightening for people to, you want to have your life, you want to live your life, you want to have some freedoms and liberties where you're going to have to do it this way. And you know it goes against the word of God. That word firm and established is so important. If God is unchanging, then his word is unchanging. Then as his light, as his representative, as his ambassadors, we should be the same. That's going to take some courage. That's going to take some emboldenment for sure. But you cannot do it without the spirit of the Lord leading you. So going on the inside, taking that internal look in your prayer time, when you have to make decisions when things are before you, opportunities, don't be led by your head, don't be led by your emotions, but look for the co-witness, the witness of the Holy Spirit who's inside of you, who knows everything about everything about everything. So you don't have to worry about not knowing. You can be secured. You can be prepared. You can be ready. You can be established. That is my hope and that is my prayer for this family and for all those who call themselves believers. Amen. Amen.